Thank you for calling Gillespie Insurance Services. If you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time. If you're calling for a quote on a new policy, press 1. If you're calling for assistance with your existing policy, press 2. If you're calling specifically for one of our staff members, press 3. To reach Allegra, press 1. To reach Jessica, press 2. To reach Iva, press 3. To reach Eli, press 4. Hi, this is Eli. Eli, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I'm actually happy to help the oddballs as long as I can put an accurate broker fee on it that pays us what we get because we pay, get paid less. I'm so giddy right now, it's almost palpable. That was my good buddy Eli Gillespie of Gillespie Insurance Services out in sunny Redlands, California. I don't think I've ever said his, his actual city. I think I always say he's just from Southern California because it sounds cool. But uh, Redlands, I believe, is exactly where he's from, down in Southern California. My buddy Eli, I cannot wait to dive into this because this, in my opinion, is something that is maybe top two things that we struggle with as agents. As I talk to more and more agents, it's the thing that we're not thinking about the most. And I don't know why, or let me say, if it's not the thing that we're thinking about the most, it's just the thing that we don't even think is a reality. Now, Eli says, I'm happy to help the oddballs as long as I can get paid the right amount. Now, that's something that we often feel, and I think, you know, geographically, we are limited to what is capable and what is not. Now, before we really get into it, just a quick kind of overall, hey, vision of this is where the industry needs to go in some capacity, right? What EI is talking about isn't possible in all 50 states. And it's something that I think should definitely be, or let's put it this way. Uh, we've talked about on the show before, uh, um, you know, if you're gonna do a low commission sale, you gotta do high volume. If you're gonna do a high commission sale, you can do whatever volume you want. Obviously high volume, high commission sale. Oh boy, watch out. Um, but it's, these, these simple economics of running an insurance business seem to be things that we don't talk a lot about. Again, we're taught to just kill anything that moves or breathes and let's just bring it back and figure out what we can actually eat off of its carcass, right? Like that's kind of the mentality that I think a lot of people are still being taught. And it's like, whoa, hold on, let's just hold on, wait a second here, uh, Cujo. Like we don't need to you know, be as vicious and savage with really everybody. And uh, we might want to be a little more thoughtful as to what we actually are hunting and what kind of um, bounties might be received from it, if, if we will. And this idea of, are you getting paid what you're worth? Often we are left at our company's mercy to have them determine our worth. And that's something that's never sat well with me. 
um, because again, it, it makes you make interesting decisions on what you will and will not do. Um, interesting business decisions. Now in Eli's case, obviously I'm working through my envy here because he lives in a place, in a beautiful place of the world that allows him such freedom and fruits and you know, just somebody to just allow him to kind of open the doors to whatever is possible. And that's why, you know, first of all, I had to ask Eli, wait a second, you can actually set broker's fees? Because that's awesome. Yeah, you can. And I never do with Nationwide. We're direct and that's still our biggest carrier by far, actually. I don't put a broker fee because they pay us well and I don't even think I'm allowed to. When it's a, a general liability policy through an ENS carrier, the process of just getting the business is a lot more tedious. And then you have to do things like set up these alternate finance agreements through premium finance companies. There's just a ton more work and then they're paying you 10. So, you know, normally you get paid 15. This stuff you get paid 10 and there's a lot more work. You just have to put on a broker's fee and it ends up being a, pretty much a non-negotiable. Like this is just, this is it. I can't afford to not have this fee on here. This is a non-negotiable I pretty much can't afford not to have this on here. Those are words that I do not hear come out of insurance agents' mouth all that often, or if ever. And boy, do I love Eli Ford. I mean, just, I mean, his awesome beard and everything. Love every bit of that thing that just happened there. And Eli does have a good beard in case you haven't looked him up online. It's it's pretty solid. Um it's a non-negotiable, right? They can do it. Uh, Nationwide is the biggest company. They pay him the 15%. He's direct with them. He's getting what he needs to get from them. I could even argue that, hey, who's to say that, you know, 15's it, right? If that's all the company thinks you're worth is your client think you're worth more. Now, I, I know where the reason that we don't do this, right? There's probably a point in time where it was the Wild West and things got a little out of control and things were getting, you know, snake oil salesmen on every corner of the street. And I can see where the regulation and some of this is necessary. However, that was back in the time where consumers had very little buying power. Again, we were the gatekeepers to the information and everything that came with it. Now, definitely not the case, and we can be vetted every which way, and they're gonna know what's what, what's worth it, what's not. And again, I think it's the business's responsibility to set that accordingly. And everyone has the ability to figure out if you're blowing smoke, if you are worth it or not, right? Everybody can decide if you are worth it or not now, whereas before, you know, maybe not so much. And you know, Eli's saying, listen, this is how it's going to be now. You know, these guys are paying us 10% commission. We've got to have minimum our 5% commission, you know, to make up for it, if not more. I didn't really get into the specifics of, of the amounts, but why, it, let's put it this way, it allows you to serve people that you never could serve otherwise, right? And that's, you know, part of the appeal. That's part of the thing that the attraction, the allure that I hear from agents is I just want to help people. I want to help people do this. And it lets you help a different variety of people because you can say, listen, if you're if you are able to pay for my service, for my help, if you're able to pay what it's worth, I'll be happy to give it to you. But otherwise I can't justify it because the time is greater than the, you know, the return. And if I do that too much too often, then guess what? I'm not helping anybody. And it, it is depressing that, you know, we've kind of We've been grounded from that responsibility, if you will. It's, hey, we're only gonna give you this. And I understand, again, everybody wants to 
to increase profit as much as possible and where the insurance companies are only looking for ways to diminish that value. But if you, again, just turn it over to us, fine, you know, get rid of commissions, right? This is, all right, hold on. Warning, just if you... If you're not ready for this, this could be very wrong and I don't want to upset you, then fine. You might want to pause, skip forward a few seconds, but let's get rid of commissions, right? Forget it. Let's just have broker fees for everybody and we get to charge what we want, right? You think I'm good? Great. Here's what it costs. Uh, Again, I just stepped off the ledge. I know I get it, but let's just, we just went there for a second, right? Just think about what that world would look like, the benefits, the detractions. And yes, I know it's not perfect, but just allow yourself to dream for a moment. Um, And what that would allow you to focus on and target and be able to do if, you know, you weren't hamstrung or tied by what the company says you and a particular line of business is worth because otherwise they would never get it. But just to dial back my craziness here, you're probably saying to yourself, no, people aren't going to do that, Joey. There's no way. No, they're just, they're going to say, I'm not going to pay that. I'm going to go do this because everybody is so price motivated. You're out of your mind. They won't pay that. I don't think I've had any complaints. And I think the reason I don't have complaints is because when I'm placing these business, you can't get this from State Farm, Allstate. You can't even get it from Nationwide. Like if you just try to call up all your captives and all your mainstream carriers, you're not going to get this. You can't get it anywhere else. That sounds pretty good. You're offering an exclusive service almost. I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like Eli is saying, right? You call up State Farm, you call up Allstate, you call up you know anybody that you want, you call up these carriers direct, they're not going to go through the trouble, the hassle to do it for you. And apparently there's a lot of people, not a lot, I don't know, Eli's found enough people to, to make it viable. Now, again, we're looking at this as an overall concept, right? Eli's kind of drilled down, he's got his people that he's selling to, and it's a thing, right? But... You can't get it anywhere else. They would never get it if he didn't offer it, right? Like they just wouldn't be able to put together their their coverage in a way that Eli is offering. Now, again, I'm I'm an ignorant health insurance guy trying to explain this commercial stuff, uh, at least from what I'm hearing it from Eli. But it sounds like again, you're able to offer a service in addition to a product that, even if they wanted to do all the work themselves, they're not even really going to have the ability or access to do it. And we're worried about somebody not wanting to pay for that or see the value in that. That's kind of crazy in my opinion, because the best clients that you're going to come across are the ones that value their time and yours to some extent, but they value their time and the fact that, listen, they know what they don't know and they just want you to take care of it and they're going to be willing to pay for that. And especially in the commercial space, right? These are business decisions. They know that their time is their money and they're going to say, hey, listen, I get it. Like, I know that I've got to make you know, shrewd business decisions on, hey, did the coverage go up did, or did the premium go up X amount of dollars versus another company? And is there something better than we do? Because that's a pretty big hit to my bottom line that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, we're going to make a move there. But as far as making that process easier, as far as making that more efficient for the business, your time and expertise is worth that all day long to them because they don't want to do that. That opportunity cost is taking away from them doing something more beneficial in their business and focusing on what they do know as opposed to what they don't know. And ENS and setting up things like Eli's talking about, they don't know. So why would they want to do that? And so the interest, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, again, it's still, you're still pricing, you know, Joey, that's, there, there's no way, right? Like I'm gonna say, hey, give me an extra thousand dollars. I'm exaggerating. I don't know. Give me an extra thousand dollars. Just a nice round number. It's easy for my brain to work with. Give me an extra thousand dollars to 
do this thing for you, to set up your insurance for your company, for your business. And yeah, you're going to pay this price. I'm assuming that's kind of how it works. No way, right? There's no way that's going to happen. They're going to want to go do it for less somewhere else, right? So contractors and an agribusiness, which is increasingly becoming more excess and surplus lines too, at least down in Southern California, there's really nowhere else to go. And so I don't have a lot of competition. It's hard work and I put a fee on it. And, you know, I, I rarely hear someone say, oh, I'm, I'm going to call up another agency because they're going to do it for less of a fee, you know? Why would they? You're not giving your potential client enough credit. They know the market value of your service, even if you don't. Sounds crazy. I mean, just think of anything that you buy, right? You probably have a better understanding of the landscape of that market than maybe even somebody that is working in it because they don't check it every day, right? You, you know, when you're, when you're looking to, to, to do something, right? You, um, you are, all right, maybe let's put it this way, heavily, heavy researchers, right? People are, that are heavily focused on researching the, the buying decision and getting into it, they're gonna have almost a better idea of the full range of the market than somebody that is in it because that person that's in it, they see it very closely all the time, but they don't necessarily see it objectively um, for where it exists in that moment in time the person's trying to make the decision. And that's where, you know, sometimes their knowledge is going to, you know, trump yours because they're looking at it. Listen, I'm just, this is brass tacks. Like you do this, this, and this for this, this, and this, and this is the value and, and, and so on. And they're making those those calculations, those evaluations on the fly. And rarely is somebody going to say, you know what? Yeah, no, um, I need to go. I need to go price check you with some other dude down the street and see if he's going to, you know, save me fifty bucks on my on that broker fee. It's not a bottom dollar kind of presentation. It's it's I have a problem. I have a very specific and unique problem, and you are going to fill that very specific and unique need. And Again, back to the, your best customers are going to realize the importance of their time. They know that, yeah, okay, maybe I overpay 50 bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever it is, right? Whatever that dollar, they've, they've set a dollar amount that, hey, listen, it's not worth my time to go try and find somebody else to undercut your broker fee by $50 because I'll be out more time than I will money that I have saved. These are the things that you need to think about. Again, Coming back to my main thesis is selling from a point of confidence and, and never really looking at things from a strictly price sensitive, you know, focus as we always tend to default to. And that's never really how it works at the core of, at least in my experience and in just insurance buying period, you know, price is only a problem when you literally can't afford it. Like there isn't enough money in the bank to pay for the thing often is the case with what I'm selling health insurance. And often I don't think is the case with a business trying to cover, you know, whatever necessarily liability and, and whatever else have you for their business, right? If that is the case, then it's still, again, it's not a good client because the commercial market, the, the, the insurance market for that business is not so volatile, unstable, and overpriced to where it's causing that much strain on the business. Now, their health insurance might be a different story. If they're offering health insurance to their employees, yeah, that's that market is at such a red line that it's just unrealistic sometimes to justify because they don't have the money in the bank. And that's when price becomes an issue. And it's not price, it's value. It's always value. What are they getting for that money that you're able to give them? And it's not the price, it's the value. And unless it's hit that critical point, that critical point of potential eruption, I don't think you have much to worry about. 
You need to be more confident in your ability to deliver on the price that you're charging as opposed to saying, well, I'm so insecure that I need to be lower than everybody else. If you provide the value, then you will get paid what you are worth. All right, it's time for another serious question, and I'm going to go maybe a little bit deeper than normal. It might be slightly uncomfortably deep. I don't think that's good English, but the question to you is how much time do you waste not getting straight to the point? Meaning, what do you see? What do you observe? How aware are you of something? And and you're going to let it play out and not say like what needs to be said right then and there. It's a little, it's a little ambiguous. It's a little vague. I'm just tossing it out there because I feel like this is kind of something that we end up wasting a lot of time on. And, um, and again, just around good advice and good conversations. And, you know, we are obviously in the advice business in a lot of ways. And how much of that is just kind of wasted with, you know, keeping somebody's feelings in mind. That's obviously something that you got to do. There's an interesting balancing act, right? I don't know really how to say this. Obviously, it's a very, very new thought to me as I, as I pause to uh, record the end of the show. I caught a Facebook video, it was a little too heavy. It's put me in a weird mind space right now. So I hit the record button and it's probably not the best choice I've made today, but we'll move past it together, apparently, unfortunately, maybe even. But I wanna know, right? It's interesting because I think there's a lot of people that are not willing or capable or whatever. They're too afraid of, of what might happen if they do this thing. Um, and if they say this thing and go right to the point and just kind of say what, I always, it's, it's my always my default. What are you thinking? Say that, right? And sometimes that's dangerous, sometimes it's not. Um, but, you know, again, a lot of people reserve those thoughts. And how much time or how could you maybe better utilize that concept and, 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 and really improve things across the board with communicating to people and, and what needs to be said when and where? I'm curious. I don't know. I want to toss it out to you. DroidGirlProgram.com. If you want to share your thoughts, be a little more direct and straight to the point with me, I wouldn't mind it. DroidGirlProgram.com. However, if you really want to go straight to the point, we kind of created a whole two-day thing for that to happen because we thought that it wasn't happening enough. And that's called Girl Lab 2017, which is in Charlotte, North Carolina, October 24th, 25th. You probably saw it coming by now, but still would like you to come. Still available. Would like to see if you are willing or able to kind of get straight to the point about your agency, about your business with a bunch of other agents who are looking and willing to do the same, you can do that. You can grab yourself a spot. GrowLab2017.com is the place to do that. And I really look forward to seeing you there.